Welcome to Emergence Radio Talk, where you'll be inspired and motivated by the journeys of movers and shakers from all around the world and those who are occupying and taking dominion. Emergence Radio Talk with Dr. Tavara Johnson. Welcome, everyone, to Emergence Radio Talk with your host, of course, none other than Dr. Tavira Johnson, and I am so excited for today's show. As always, I usually have great men, uh, women of God on the platform, and so today I have a woman of God who is definitely working or operating in her God-given purpose, and she is making impact. She's making waves, and she is here today just to share some of her journey as to how she would have emerged from her place of obscurity to dominate the spares of influences that God would have given to her. And so I want to welcome to the show today, uh, Suzette, and indeed, it's a pleasure to have you here with me this evening. Thank you so much, Dr. Johnson, for having me. I am so honored to be a part of your radio show, and I'm excited about this opportunity. Thank you very much. You're welcome, and just thank you so much for being able to come in and, you know, we have this awesome conversation just to be able to motivate and inspire our listening audience tonight. But, of course, before we dive into this interview, I just want you to let our listening audience know a bit of who you are. Okay. Well, uh, I am a native Washingtonian. I am a mother. I am a grandmother. I am a minister. I am a realtor. I'm a government employee. I'm a small business owner. Um, and I am now a an international best-selling author, <laughs> first-time author. Wow. Wow. I mean, you're wearing so many hats. I mean, how do you manage to stay <laughs> yes, sane? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> can't do it without God, okay? That's the first thing. Um, But one of the things that I attempt to practice um, is good time management. It's important to be able to properly manage our time. I had to learn that lesson the hard way Um, because I do have so many different responsibilities. I also um, am the founder and uh, president of a women's ministry. Um, I host a Uh, a Bible study on Tuesday nights via Zoom, and I have a biweekly prayer call that is open to all people. So there's a lot going on in my life. I have to manage my time properly or else things begin to fall through the cracks. And that's, you know, I don't like that to happen because people are, are impacted when that happens. And I don't want to have a negative impact on anyone. My prayer, my desire is that God uses me to positively impact um, the the lives of other people to bring change, um, positive change to the lives of other people. So I certainly don't want to have any negative impacts on anyone. So I really work very hard to to properly manage my time so that nothing um, or no one falls through the cracks. Wow, that is powerful. But I am grateful that you um, shared with us about time management. 
because, I mean, to be honest, the time seems to be slipping away from us very quickly, you know. Uh, yes, ma'am. <laughs> it really is. And so, you know, when, mm-hmm. with you with you mentioning time management, it you know, pretty much that person that they need to be good steward, good stewards of how they, um, you know, or how they utilize their time. You know, so but if, so if someone, if you're listening in and you, and if you're spending too much time on social media, um, you know, getting lost in television, I'm not saying that you can, you know, go on these things, but ensure that you are, um, you know, whether it's you having a schedule to, you know, to to be able to keep you um, on track because sometimes you have to be intentional about really scheduling your day um, so it doesn't get away yeah. from you. And so I'm grateful that you shared that um, because, you know, and then also you mentioning the fact that, you know, sometimes a lack of time management, it affects others. Um, or at least it, it has yes. the potential to really affect others. And, you know, you stating that you don't want to drop the ball. And so I'm grateful that you would have shared that, of course, to our listening um, audience tonight. So if you're listening in tonight, make sure that you um, practice or hone in your skills as it relates to time management to ensure that you manage your day the best way that you possibly can. And so thank you so much for that, Ms. Suzette. Um, of course, you um, mentioned that, at least in your bio, that you are the founder of Trees of Righteousness Women's Ministry. And you touched a bit briefly yes, on ma'am. it, but I want you to share with us how it was birthed, how it was birthed and what is the purpose um, behind it. Well, to be honest with you, uh, Dr. Johnson, it was birthed from my pain. (laughs) It was birthed from my pain. God has given me a heart for hurting women because I was, I have been, right? Not to say that that won't happen again, but I have been a hurting woman. And um, the, the ministry was birthed from that place of needing um, to find a safe place to be able to express. Uh, without being judged, uh, I needed some place to where I felt um, supported, where I felt heard, um, even if the the solution wasn't available. Right? Um, what we often need, especially when we find ourselves in um, uh, in places where we've been hurt or harmed or um, some, you know, where we've been disappointed or let down, we as women especially black women, I I find, um, have not always been there enough for one another. So God birthed this women's ministry um, through that, through my pain. And I was surrounded. What I learned, what I discovered as I began to express uh, was that I was surrounded by a bunch of other women who were hurting or in pain or had been there or were, you know, in different stages of it, right? And we were able to create a safe space where we could, um, communicate what was happening with us because that's another thing. We hold stuff in sometimes and it becomes, um, it, it negatively impacts us. But when we're able to express, when we're able to share, when we're able to communicate and to release those things, it helps to us to be able to begin to heal from the inside out. And so that's what we started to do. The women's ministry, um, started off as just a group of women getting together. We would cook some food uh, and we would just sit and converse and minister to one another, encourage one another, allow one another to share. And it has grown from that place um, to the point where we're now, um, we're now operating out in the community. We have um, a couple of 
two to three, maybe sometimes four community events per year. Um, And a lot of us have, have grown from the place of pain where we were, but we, we always make sure that we're pulling somebody along with us so that the ministry was birthed from that place. And the purpose of it is to help one another, to help other women, to get from the place of pain to their place of healing, because once we begin to heal, then God will enable us to uh, begin to see ourselves the way he sees us. And that's exactly how, what we need in order to be able to live the lives that he's created us to live. Gave us a whole lot. Um, you know, it was one of the things I love was take notes. I love taking notes. You know, when I'm on my interviews, you know, I mean, these are this, listen. These are nuggets you guys be dropping, so I have to be listening in. But I love that you talk about you know it, it going from pain to healing. Um, yeah, you know, being birthed from a place of pain. And uh, you know, sometimes people don't realize that. You know, sometimes the very thing that's causing you so much pain is the very thing that God will use to uh, heal you. He will use it to bless you. He will use it to make an impact. As much as we don't like pain, a lot of things are birthed mm-hmm. from pain. Um, I love that yes, you shared ma'am. about a safe space because as women sometimes it is difficult to, um, you know, kind of let your hair down or sometimes I say, you know, take off the mm-hmm. cake. Um, you know, and so it's great that you guys are or have created that safe space. And then I love that you shared that, you know, it went from something, it was just, hey, you know, we just hanging out, <laughs> you know, nothing too serious, yeah. you know, but just some place where you could get together, um, you know, probably saying like maybe a little girl's night, but, you know, and then look at where it turned out too. Uh, so you never really know yeah. uh, when God begins to give you an idea where it will go from. And so the fact that you guys have been consistent and now you're saying that you're out in the community, it really shows that you're really, really making an impact um, in the lives of uh, just, you know, those in the community and just others around you all. And so I think that is something really, really awesome and to be commended. And, you know, definitely, definitely keep up the good work. Now, I know you are, of course, you're making an impact. You know, you are fulfilling your mandates. You're doing your assignments. And you, of course, like you mentioned, you are an international uh, best-selling author. And so I want you just to share with us about your latest book project where you are an international best-selling author. Um, the power <laughs> to win. I want you to share with us about the book and, of course, about your chapter. And would you desire, what is your desire for those reading your chapter? Like, what do you want them to to get from it? Mm -hmm. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So um, I am part of an anthology um, that is entitled Empowered to Win. It's the third edition of this anthology, and I am one of 15 authors who contributed to um, this book. Um, The book is about uh, this is a book where women tell their stories of how their faith in God enabled them to overcome obstacles and to ultimately win in life. Not that we've arrived or anything like that, but what the book is meant to um, show is that we've all been through some things, but we've come through them on the other side um, because we have within us, we are already empowered to win. Um, And so the visionary author, her name is Allison G. Daniels. She's an amazing woman. She got this group of women together, and each of us contributed a chapter to the book. 
Um, my chapter is entitled Unbecoming to Become. And in that chapter, I share a bit of my story um, about how I, uh, the process that I went through, um, my healing process from great, a, a place of great and intense pain um, through a year and a half of therapy and um, out to the other side, right? And during the course of this process, what God um, uh, revealed to me was that over the course of our lives, we all have um, things. We, we experience uh, circumstances and situations. There are things that occur to us that begin to change who we are. Um, oftentimes that's trauma or pain or, you know, a, a bunch of different stuff. But those things have a tendency to change who we are. And what God was showing me through my process was that I had become a bunch of stuff that I was never intended to be, right? Um, he, he revealed to me um, the, the fact that I was speaking to myself negatively, that I had taken on um, the negative things that other people had said to me or about me, the negative things that I had said to or about myself, right? And those were things that I was never meant to be. And so during this process of healing, what he, was, what he began to do was to, he began to strip me of those things that I was not, that I wasn't meant to be so that I could fully become the woman that he created me to be. He began to show me who I was or who I am in his eyes. He began to show me the woman that I was ultimately created to become. And I haven't, I haven't become the best version of me yet. But I am still on this journey, and I've come a long way from where I was, and that's what my chapter talks about. And the purpose, you asked me what I hope this perp, uh, my chapter um, does. My prayer, and it is my, I mean, I prayed it while I was writing it. I'm praying it still. We've prayed it together, the other authors and I. My desire is that the the chapter that I wrote, and, and, and in fact, the entire book, right, speaks to the core of where someone is right now. I pray that my chapter reaches someone who is in the place where I was before I wrote the book, before I wrote the chapter. I pray that it reaches the person or the people who might be feeling what I felt like before I started counseling, right? And I want my chapter to encourage other people and to help them to know that God can work it out. He will bring you through because he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And if he did it for me, then he can and will do it for you. I want people to know that there is hope in spite of how you feel, in spite of what things look like, that there is hope in God and that God is not a respecter of persons. He doesn't love one person more than the other. And so if he's willing to heal and deliver some of us, that he's willing to heal and deliver all of us, that there is purpose in our pain. Let me stop because I want people to read the, the book, right? Don't, I want them to actually read the book, but that's my desire. I want people to understand that there's purpose in our pain. Yes, if you don't mind me sharing, Dr. Johnson, you know, I, I just lost my, my sister-in-law yesterday, yesterday, and it is one of the most painful experiences I have felt in a long time. 
I am in so much pain, but I'm able to be honest with God, and I'm able to tell him how much it hurts and how angry I am and how much I don't understand. But I know that because you allowed this, Father, there is purpose. There's purpose even in this pain that I feel right now. That's my desire for this book, that people walk away from it, understanding and that they be encouraged by it and that they seek the Lord out, cry out for God like never before. Mrs. Dazzy, you know, we could go home now. That's a whole preach. I mean, I'm here in the corner being encouraged, <laughs> you know. And I'm sorry. No, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love when, you know, the guests come on the show and they, because my thing is we never know who's tuning in. We never know who's listening in. We never know where they may be at. And so I love for persons to go and share. And sometimes just encourage, um, you know, the, the listening audience. And so I love it. I love that you talked about, you know, um, uh, uh, unbecoming to become because there are so many times when we take on things that we don't need to take on um, mm-hmm. or things that God, like you mentioned, that God didn't desire for us to take on. And so it makes us very uh, weighty in a negative way and we can't embrace the things that God has for us. And so I love that you shared that and the fact that, you know, you know, to be able to share some of your story for persons to know too that, you know, don't take on anything that God didn't didn't um, uh, ordain you to take on. Don't take on the lies that he didn't, uh, you know, that he didn't, that he didn't give you to take on. Take on what he says. And so thank you so much, um, you know, for, for, for sharing with that. And then, like you mentioned, you know, your uh, sister-in-law passing and you're still, um, you know, even pushing through. Um, I know it's going to be a testament or a testimony for those who are listening in to know that no matter sometimes the pain that you're going through that, you know, sometimes you just got to, you know, try to just give it one more push. And sometimes that one more push will be the very push uh, that will help to uh, bring the fresh wind, to bring a refreshing, you know, for you that mm. you may need in mm-hmm. your time of pain, and so thank you so much, um, you know, for sharing that because I know that those who are listening in tonight will definitely be blessed by what you would have shared, um, your your stories as well as the um encourage encouragement because I mean we really heard we really can hear your heart I can hear your heart, and so that's really important when we are, you know, sharing people people connect to the heart, <laughs> you know, and so we're able to hear Amen. the of your heart, even in the pain that you may even be going through right now. And so thank Amen. you so much, um, you know, definitely for that. And, you know, you are, or you have answered the call, you know, you mentioned all of the, the hats that you're wearing, all the things that you're doing. And one of the things I want to ask you, yes. you know, what would you say is probably one of your biggest accomplishments that you would have, um, you know, garnered thus far? I think that's a fairly easy one for me. I think my biggest accomplishment is saying yes, <laughs> just saying yes. And I mean saying yes to God's purposes and plans for my life. What what I've come to discover, what I've learned uh, during the course of my life is that God has so much more for us than we could have. That's what the word says. Eyes haven't seen, ears haven't heard, nor has it entered into the hearts of man, the things that God has prepared for those who love him. I had no idea that God would call me to ministry. I had no idea that I would, you know, I, I, I mentioned that I'm a realtor. Real estate for me is not about making money. Real estate for me is another form of ministry. Okay. I had no idea 
that God would be would call me to the things that He's calling me to, the women's ministry, the prayer call, the you know just the things. It, it, I, I would not have. Uh, I don't think I would have chosen these things for myself, but God has uh, a purpose for our lives. And his will for us is perfect. So I think my biggest accomplishment is saying yes. I was run. I ran for a long time. I ran. I resisted for a long time because I didn't believe it. I couldn't see myself this way. I couldn't see me being this, or I couldn't see me doing that. Um, but I finally said yes, and I allowed the Lord to show me, like I said. I allowed him to show me who I really am. I still don't know that what the end of my journey looks like, Dr. Johnson. I have no idea. But what I do know is that as the Lord leads, I will follow. That is my yes, and that is my greatest accomplishment. Mm, saying yes to God. You know, sometimes yes. we, and you, know, you mentioned that you, you run. So I'm glad you say that because sometimes, you know, people who may be listening in or, you know, they – they look at persons on platforms or whatever they may be doing, and they're thinking, like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, they had it so easy. You know, um, they weren't <laughs> running from God. You know, they just said, you know, God, call them, and they just said, yes, Lord, I'm coming now. That's not the case, <laughs> you know. That no, ma'am. No, ma'am. case, if at all. And so I'm grateful that you shared that. So we have someone, you know, maybe tuning in or listening in, and, you know, they feel the unction, they feel that God is calling them and, you know, and they're resisting, but at least they know that, you know, it's it's normal, you know. that Now, that doesn't mean that, that you stay in that place, <laughs> but it's something that no. is, it's, it's, a, it's a normal uh, trait because even when we look at Jesus, you know, he knew his assignment, but at some point he said, God, like, can you take this cup away from me? You know, so yes. that means that we all will go through that. Where we may say, God, listen, I don't know if this is for me, or I'm really not interested in doing this. Maybe can you find something else for for me to do? You know, and so I just want <laughs> right. you to know that it's it's a normal process, but of course, you know, you just you don't stay there. And we're grateful that you would have accepted that yes, because I'm telling you, you would have already uh, encouraged us. I mean, I know you you have been encouraging me tonight. Um, oh, you know, during our interview, just by the things that you are saying. And so I know that, of course, it it has definitely uh, made an impact. Now, Miss Lizette, I just want God. you just to pro- yes, Amen. I just want you to provide mm-hmm. you know any final advice to our listening audience on the importance of positioning themselves so they can win mm-hmm. in their lives and, of course, that they can bring about change and add value to others. That's, thank you so much for the opportunity, Dr. Johnson. I think one of the first things I will say is that it's very important for people to understand, um, especially people who have said yes to God. If you have said yes to God, you are already a winner. You are already empowered to win. You are already victorious. You are already an overcomer. You are already more than a conqueror. Once you say yes to Jesus and you open your heart up to him and you open your life up to him, he is the one who enables you. That was one of the things that I struggled with for a long time, Dr. Johnson. So I want to make sure your listeners understand that saying yes to God is not about us. I ran for a long time because I didn't believe in me. But here's the key. I don't have to believe in me. 
I have to believe in him because he is the one who has called me. And what I've learned is that God, whatever God is calling us to, Dr. Johnson, he has already equipped us to accomplish. If God says that I am a a multimillionaire, then he's already placed on the inside of me whatever is necessary to become a multimillionaire. If God says I am to pastor a church, then he's already placed inside of me what is necessary to pastor a church. Whether I know it or not, it's in there. It's in there. And that's what I had to learn about Suzette. Suzette, the, the women's ministry president, was inside of me. Suzette, the author, inside of me. Suzette, the realtor, inside of me. Suzette, the mother, inside of me. Everything that God has called us to or will call us to, is calling us to, he's already equipped us to be able to accomplish by way of the Holy Spirit. So I would encourage people to understand that we have all we are already empowered to win. The Holy Spirit is who the one who empowers us to win. He causes us to win, but only when we agree with him. If we continue to resist, if we continue to say no, if we continue to run and try to hide, then no, we won't become. We won't win. But as soon as we say yes, as soon as we surrender, once we let go and understand that we are simply the vessels through which God chooses to work, that the ultimate responsibility for accomplishing what needs to be accomplished, uh, what, what God wants to have accomplished in the earth, that's God's responsibility. He just needs us to say yes, to be the vehicle through which he works. It's not my responsibility to make the decisions. God makes the decisions. I, I follow where he leads. And so I would encourage your listeners to understand that. Don't, if, if we stop thinking that all the responsibility rests on us, then it makes it easier, right, for us to be willing to say yes. We're just the vessels. God is the, he's the leader. He's the guide. He's the, he's the one. He's the one. So let go of the control that you think you need. Let go of the fear that may be holding you back or keeping you bound. Let go of the the unbelief, right, that maybe the enemy has sent your way to cause you to doubt who you are in God. Let it go and trust God with everything. You won't be disappointed. You won't be disappointed. Mm-mm. That's powerful. Um, you know, letting or reminding us and letting us know of those who probably just didn't even realize it. That is not mm-hmm. up to us to do the work. It's no. up to God. You know, and I think once we can get past that, you know, yes, we know faith over works is bad, but we put too much expectation on ourselves to really make things happen and that we forget that God is the one who's in control. And I think once we Mm -hmm. uh, take into consideration or listen to, you know, what you would have reminded us about, it let us know that that is God's responsibility. It, it, It takes a lot of the weight off of us. And I think a lot of us 
uh, tend to run from what God is calling us to because we're mm-hmm. trying to do it in our own strength when God is saying, yeah. well, you need want me to do it. And <laughs> that right there, what you shared is such a revelation that I know, you know, will definitely uh, bless those who are uh, listening in right now to say, well, hey, you know, let's let's take this load off. You know, you, you know, let's you, you you can take that load off. It's not it's not up to you to do it. It's up to God to 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 make it happen. It's in His strength because He said, not by might, not by power but by the Spirit of the Lord. And so thank you. Thank you so much uh, for sharing uh, tonight with our listening audience, for empowering and motivating them. I mean, this is a powerful conversation. I am, I mean, I'm inspired. You know, I'm I'm encouraged. I'm motivated. And so thank you. Thank you so, so much, um, you know, for that. Thank you. Thank you so much. But, of course, you know, before you before you go, I want you to let our listening audience know, you know, um, your social media handles, any upcoming events that mm-hmm. you have, um, and just how they can stay connected with you if they desire to uh, connect with you. Well, thank you for the opportunity, Dr. Johnson. I am Suzette Swan, S-W-A-N-N, Hampton, on Facebook. I am at Swanee. <laughs> S-W-A-N-N-I-E-714 on Instagram. And my website is www.suzette-hampton.com. Thank you. Thank you so much again. It was indeed a pleasure. And, of course, to my faithful listening audience, I mean, I thank you for being here with me every week just to you know, see who's going to come on and just um, to be motivated and inspired. Of course, I know you could have been anywhere um, with your time because, you know, we did talk about time management. And so thank you uh, so much. I appreciate you all. And so for those who are new, we're here every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So be sure to join me again next week, Tuesday. Um, Don't let this be the last time. We look forward to you coming in again and listening in. We know that Emergence Radio Talk is the show where you'll be inspired to emerge, occupy, and take dominion. Um, for those who may not know, or just a reminder, of course, I am Dr. Devira Johnson, and you can connect with me on my Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter under the social media handles, Devira um, Johnson. Be sure to stay connected with all, all that we have going on. Um, we have a new book as well for emerging leaders, so go ahead and get your copy. And again, if you desire to call, if you desire to connect for coaching, mentoring, book publishing, just go ahead and inbox me or send me an email. Blessings, everyone, and I look forward to seeing you next week, Tuesday. Thank you for tuning in to Emergence Radio Talk. For more information on Emergence Radio Talk, Emergence Mentorship Program, or Women to Women Mentoring Program, be sure to visit www.tavarajohnson.com. If you would like to be a guest on our show, email us at info at or follow us on all of our social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Periscope. That's Tavara Johnson. Stay connected and updated on all upcoming events. Until next time, thank you for joining us.